welcome back to 21 Steps, an audiobook podcast by M.A. Vox. Chapter 14 There are moments in everyone's life that really change things. For Derek, there had been a lot of them. He sat on the old couch in their living room and thought back throughout his life. There was a line of sunshine crossing the floor as the sun began to rise above the mountains in the distance. Derek had slept well last night and hoped that today would turn out better than the days in the past. As Derek thought back on the moments of his life that had changed his life forever, he couldn't help but wonder why his life had brought him here. Most of the moments Derek thought of, he could look back on and say that everything turned out okay. When his mother had died, he hadn't remembered crying. Most people would say that with the childhood that he had, he probably should have turned out messed up, and maybe he did. But when he looked back on that moment, he realized that everything turned out okay. He got to spend more time with his father, he actually got fed every day, And although he was later always second class to his stepsister, he at least had a comfortable roof over his head and got to go to school. In a word, he was okay. There are also those moments that change your life for the better and really make you feel more than okay. Like the day he met Leslie or the day they got married. When Patrick and Tyler were born were definitely those moments that changed things for the better. They changed a lot of things, but definitely things did get better. The one moment that Derek looked back on now that he didn't think he could say turned out okay was the day that he joined the army. It was July 1997. He and Leslie were still trying to figure out how they were going to be able to make it on Love Alone. And when they realized that wouldn't be enough, especially with the sun on the way, Derek knew he had to do something more. He had called an army recruiter just wanting to ask some questions when they responded with, I'll be out there tomorrow and we can sit and talk. At the time, Derek thought that this would be just an opportunity for him to sit and ask questions, but he underestimated the influence of an army recruiter. The next day, he had met at the local diner with Recruiter Jones, although he was told to call him Dan. Dan had been in the army for eight years. He had started from the bottom and worked his way up. He had chosen to become a recruiter because he wanted to move back closer to home and he wouldn't get deployed as often. That's the great thing about the army, Derek. It is full of choices, and don't believe what you hear that the army just moves you around. You can definitely choose where you want to be. Derek knew he didn't want to be full-time military, but Dan had a way of making even that sound enticing. Derek couldn't figure out why more people didn't join the military, especially if what Dan was saying was true. He couldn't figure out why people were so afraid of doing it. Derek signed the papers that very day. He thought the additional income would be very helpful, and Dan had told him that most members of the reserve never get called up that usually they go for training in the beginning, and then one weekend a month and two weeks in the summer. Outside of that, Derek could have a normal job and a normal life. Derek drove home quickly that day, so excited to tell Leslie that he had joined and that he would be bringing in some extra income. As soon as they got married, Leslie would also benefit from the better insurance and the military discount given at the local store. He wasn't excited to tell her that he would be leaving for three months for training, though, even though he would be home right before Patrick would be born. Leslie was very supportive of what Derek had done. She wished that he would have talked to her, and he wished he would have now too, but it just seemed to be the right thing to do at the time. Derek would have to go to Atlanta the following Monday to MEPS, Military Entrance Processing Station. Derek arrived at MEPS scared to death of what to expect. He wanted to do well in order to make sure he could provide the extra income for his family. He started that afternoon by taking the ASVAB, which is the Armed Forces Vocation Aptitude Battery Test which was very time-consuming, and by the time Derek had finished, he was tired and had a headache. He got to leave for the day to stay in a local hotel so he would be ready for the other tests the next day. 
The next day was definitely more difficult than the day before. Derek took a drug test, an eye test, a medical exam. His ears were checked, his weight and body fat were tested, and then when he passed all of those, he had to complete a security clearance interview and spend time with a job counselor. The job counselor talked about all of the different options that they had as far as jobs went, and Derek picked some that he really thought he would enjoy in the computer field. He then signed a lot of papers and took an oath with his right hand in the air. He finished around 6 p.m. that night and drove home. It had been a really long day, but he couldn't wait to tell Leslie that he was successful. He wasn't looking forward to telling her that he would be leaving in one week, but the rest of the story would be good. Derek left for training a week later, only to find out that the job he had selected would not be the job he was trained for. Instead, he, like many others, would be part of the infantry team. He worked very hard every day, and every day he was told of things that were different than what the recruiter had told him. He still felt that it was a positive decision, however, for him and his family. He thought he could handle it. While Derek was at basic training, however, this decision quickly changed from a positive decision to a questionable one. Derek still thought that he would be able to make it positive for his family, and Dan had told him that most people in the reserves, depending on their job like the one he had selected, don't get called up. Nobody had ever anticipated the great tragedy that would take place on September 11, 2001. At least we hope that nobody anticipated this would happen, and we continue to believe in and support our government officials and hope that they will always make decisions that are best for our country. This day changed the fate of many lives, not only for Derek or other members of the military, but for every American citizen. On September 11, 2001, at 9 in the morning, four planes were hijacked by members of the terrorist group known as Al-Qaeda. Two of the planes and all of their passengers crashed into the World Trade Center towers in New York City, taking down both the buildings and thousands of American lives. The third plane took up roots in the side of a building at the Pentagon, taking the lives of hundreds more, while the fourth plane crashed in a field in Pennsylvania, thanks to the brave heroes who fought to keep it from its planned destination. Shortly thereafter, thousands of trained military personnel were deployed to areas of Afghanistan to search for and capture al-Qaeda leaders only to be followed by Operation Iraqi Freedom, where even more members of the military would spend their days fighting for freedom in countries other than their own. Derek completed his training and came home in late September. Patrick was born during this time, and it was the greatest experience of his life up to that point. Bringing that new child into the world that he had created with Leslie made him so happy. He truly felt alive. He felt like he actually had done something right for the first time in his life. Luckily for Derek, he still had more training to complete in order to be a member of the infantry, and it would be a while before he would ever be called to war. But he knew that it would happen. In March of 2003, it did. Derek was called to report to an undisclosed location in Iraq. He was terrified. He would never admit his fear and apprehension to anyone but Leslie, but deep down inside he thought this would be the worst experience of his life. He also wondered if Leslie loved him enough to wait. And what about Patrick, his new son? He would miss them so much. Luckily for Derek, Leslie did love him enough to wait. She wrote religiously and was very supportive through email and packages that she sent nearly every week. She sent many pictures of Patrick as he grew up while Derek was gone. Derek hated being away from his family, and he hated what he had to see while he was over in Iraq. He joined because he needed to support his growing family, but had a new passion for life the way it was in America and all of the wonderful things that were available and he felt very lucky to be serving with some of the great men that he was with in Iraq for the purposes of saving our country. He didn't know that it would ruin his life at the time. He just knew that he was doing something good. He also didn't worry about the risk that he was taking with his life, because he knew he was doing something noble for once in his life. It would be a great way to go, 
It scared him to death, but he thought even his family would be better off, at least financially. Derek wished that he could go back now and have that time to spend with Leslie. One more year of time with her would be worth it. If he could just go back in time, he would never have to worry about the safety of his family at his hands. He would be able to handle it, and maybe he could have gone to school. He would never have to worry about whether or not he would wake up in the middle of the night and see the fear in one of his children's eyes, or even worse, not wake up in time. He wouldn't have to spend every night in a wet bed of sweat because of the fear and anger he was seeing behind his eyes. He wouldn't feel his heart racing for no reason when a car backfires up the road. If only he could take all of those things back and just have one more year with Leslie. Derek had become cynical in life, even before he lost Leslie. He assumes that it probably started with his mother, but he really thought that life would never give him a chance, and the war had only made that realization stronger. Derek had tried to do the right thing by his family, only to find out that a couple of months after he signed papers for the army, there would be a catastrophic event of terror that the nation would need to respond to, and he would be one of those people to respond. Not to mention the report of weapons of mass destruction that only brought him further into the war. Derek had a tough job while at war too, and he became very familiar with the sounds and smells of the front lines. He had to see too much, and unfortunately, he wasn't strong enough to just let it go. He felt somewhere deep down inside that he should be able to and that he was failing by not being able to let it go. But he just couldn't. He wasn't strong enough. He was a good soldier though, well-respected, hard-working, and had a reputation for being quite funny. Unfortunately, putting on a good face while at work was different than being able to come home afterward and let it go. It becomes all too real. He had asked for help only to be further turned away. He felt that God must hate him and that he must want him to fail and to have a miserable life. Otherwise, there would be a system in place where he could get the help chemically and through counseling that he needed, so he could just think straight. Why did God want him to have to look through fog? He couldn't figure out why his life had to be so damned hard. Then Leslie. He had lost his best friend and the one person that had always stood by him. She was the one person who had believed him and loved him no matter what happened. She had always been there for him and could talk him through moments like this. But she wasn't there now and he didn't know which way to turn. He felt so dark and alone and wondered how he would ever come out of the darkness to be himself again. All because of one decision in his life, he felt that the whole world was crumbling around him. All because of one thing that he couldn't turn to be okay. One decision that would change his life and unfortunately the lives of his family. Derek was angry at himself for the decisions that he had made. He was angry at himself for not being able to just let go of all the images and signs of war that he had seen. He was angry that he couldn't get the help that he needed. But more than anything, he was angry that he felt so angry and down on himself. Why couldn't he just let things go and move on to tomorrow? The angry ball inside of his chest made him madder than anything else. He thought about going for a run, but since the war he hated running. It too brought back bad memories. Derek was tall, lean, and very fast when he joined the military. He had never known that he was fast and never tried out for the track team in high school, but he no doubt would have done well. When the military saw how quickly Derek could run, he was placed into a runner position with the infantry. The runner position is not a documented position, and definitely not one that people, including Derek, would have chosen or signed up for if given the option. It may not even be part of the design, but his commander used it and Derek was it. The runner is someone who is the first person to get out of the truck when they stop at a mission location and run. They just run to any location where they can hide. 
run away from the truck, and hide. The purpose of this is so there are any unseen enemies in the area that ideally they would track the runner and shoot first at him so that the other members could respond by seeing the location of the gunfire initiation and fire. In addition, it allows for other members to get out of the truck to safe locations to complete the mission. Derek had done this nearly 30 times in his year in Iraq and had been shot at too many times to count. He was fast and lucky not to have been killed during any of these missions, but many times he had been struck by bullets either skimming his skin just enough to break it and leave a scar or having one bounce off of his helmet or other protective gear. One time they had pulled into a small abandoned town. They had heard rumors that a specific target was taking up residence in one of the abandoned buildings, along with a small insurgence of followers. It was a terribly hot day with wind gusts and sand flurries. Derek would have to get out into the wind and sand and run. He would do this to protect others in his convoy so that they could complete the mission, to bring down or capture the target and help to keep America and his family safe. The truck he was riding in came to a stop and the radio was loud in his ear, but he couldn't make out the words. He pulled his helmet down hard on his head, wrapped his gun tightly around his left shoulder so that it would stay on while he used his arms to propel himself forward and make sure that his boots were on tight and the laces were tied. He crouched closely to the door, preparing to jump out at the first sign of light creeping through the opening. He heard the word, Go! yelled somewhere in the back of his head as the door cracked open. He jumped from the vehicle, landing solidly on both feet, and began to move. He couldn't hear anything but the sound of his own breathing and the beat of his heart. He stretched out, running as fast as he could while the muscles pulled and resisted against the extreme change of movement. He was running toward a small outbuilding to hide behind, when out of nowhere he felt what seemed like a mallet hitting the side of his head. Everything went dark and he fell to the ground. He didn't know how long he had been out or what had taken place, but he woke up the next day in a hospital bed on base. He had been hit in the helmet with a bullet from enemy fire. It had knocked him out and given him a terrible headache, which he expected to continue for the next few days, but it hadn't killed him. He had been lucky this time. Looking back on that day, Derek knew he would be okay if he never ran again in his life. If he never ran to anything and definitely never had to run away from anything, he would be okay. Instead of running, he decided to do push-ups and sit-ups and wait for the kids to wake up. He also took some time to do pull-ups using the beam around the door frame to hold him. He really missed Leslie and pushed himself really hard in spite of it. If she was still here, maybe he would run with her again. Maybe. Tune in next time as we continue 21 Steps. 